Welcome to CII Podcasts. Hello everyone, my name is Jayant Sriram and I'll be hosting this episode for you. Welcome to another interesting episode of the CII Podcast. And today's topic for discussion is the fast-evolving tourism landscape in India. To discuss this very interesting topic, we have with us a special guest today, Rikant Pitti, co-founder of Ease My Trip, a fast-growing technology-led platform that has been providing an extensive range of customized travel products and services to its customers since 2008. Rikant is also the co-chairman of the CII Delhi Subcommittee on Tourism and leads all key initiatives from CII Delhi, engaging with policymakers, strategic thinkers and industry leaders to transform the tourism landscape in Delhi and shape the future roadmap for a robust growth of the industry in the capital. So how has the tourism landscape evolved in the recent years and what are the key factors that are driving these changes? How are technological advancements influencing the way people plan and experience their trips and how is it shaping the tourism sector in India? Let's find out in discussion with Rikant. Rikant, first of all, thank you so much for making the time today for this podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Jan, for having me over here. It's a pleasure for me to be here on the podcast. Thank you. So, as I alluded to in my introduction, I'm, I think l- let's start with a kind of an overall question. Can you provide an overview of how the tourism landscape has evolved in recent years and what are the key factors really driving these changes? Absolutely, Jan. Uh, as we all know, the tourism landscape has been remarkable changes over the past few decades and especially in the last five to ten years, right? Um, so I see that firstly, you know, the technology has been the game changer, right? With the proliferation of smartphones and improved uh, internet connectivity, the world is adopting a trip. Consumers now can research, they can plan and they can book their trips online, be it through EasyMyTrip or any other online travel agency. Or they can also book from direct alien websites or hotel portals as well. So I believe that, uh, you know, there is a digital transformation which has democratized travel information, which is, you know, getting more transparent and powering customers to make more informed choices. Secondly, I believe that, you know, there is a rise of experiential travel. Uh, you know that there are more and more travelers, especially millennials and Gen Z. They are seeking authentic experiences. They're no longer satisfied with just visiting the popular tourist site. So they wish to immerse themselves in the local culture. They wanted to get into, you know, in the local cuisine. Uh, they wanted to explore the local traditions. So this trend has led, uh, you know, to the growth of community-based tourism, which I would say that, you know, the people really like to stay with the locals. They would want to participate in their day-to-day lives. Uh, thirdly, I believe, Jayan, that uh, there is a growth of the middle-income growth, right? And especially in the emerging economies like India. You know, this is also one important factor which has specifically boosted the, uh, the tourism sector. As you know, that there is a disposable income which is getting increased. So there is a propensity to travel more and more. So there are new demographics and markets which are emerging. So, like for that, there is a, you know, diversification in the tourism offerings as well from the travel companies and online agencies like us. So, I think that this is also one of the key factors. And lastly, I think that, uh, you know, there is a good connectivity which has actually played a very huge role. 
So you know that uh, there is, uh, you know, an enhancement of the inventories of the low-cost carriers, and there is an increased direct routes between, uh, you know, previously unconnected cities. This, these all things have made travel more accessible and affordable. The Indian aviation industry, I believe, is undergoing a significant transformation. There is a, you know, focus by the government on easing air travel and, you know, develop world-class infrastructure. We all know there is a different air force which has been constructed very recently. Right. So, India, I believe, uh, you know, I've spoken to a few people and I believe that, you know, there is a focus of the government and they want to achieve 200 airports in the next five years. So, as you also know that uh, government has made 74 airports operation in the last nine, uh, five, uh, nine to ten years. Right? So, there is a total of 144 airports now. So, this, these all, uh, you know, things I see as being the trend and has been revolutionary in elevating the travel in the tourism. Yeah, thank you so much for that answer, Rikant. And I think it uh, touched on a lot of important points. Uh, the ease of air travel now, and particularly your point about how um, people are seeking experiences now for travel. I'm sure that's a point that we can return to later. I wanted to uh, shift focus and ask you, how has the COVID-19 pandemic really reshaped the tourism industry? If we're really talking about like drivers of, you know, um, digital kind of behavior, that, that was a big thing. And uh, what lasting effects are we seeing on uh, travel trends and consumer behavior from that time? Um, so, you know, as we all know, the COVID-19 pandemic, right? So it was, you know, without a doubt, it has brought unprecedented challenges to the global tourism sector. Right. So at the peak of the pandemic, uh, you know, international travel came to a standstill. Countries sealed their borders, flights were grounded, and the world witnessed an unprecedented halt in the movement. So, however, every crisis, I believe, uh, it prompts adaption, and the travel industry was no exception in that particular way. One immediate change was the private, uh, you know, towards the domestic tourism. Like uh, we all started traveling, uh, you know, when the borders were sealed into domestic, uh, you know, uh, surroundings like uh, exploring it. And then it also led to resurgence in uh, domestic travel as well. Uh, next is, uh, you know, the paramount concern uh, is also, you know, to have been concerned about health and safety. So travelers now expect, uh, you know, rigorous hygiene standards from all the airlines, hotels and other service providers. I feel that, uh, you know, there is an enduring effect, uh, you know, which has given the rise to vacations and staycations as well. So the pandemic demonstrated that the work can be conducted remotely, right? So promptly, you know, all of the individuals, even many people from my office as well, they started, uh, you know, uh, you know, their work uh, and they, they started blending the work with the travel. So they choose to work from, uh, you know, different locations. So, so they would want it to be apart from the Hudson and Versailles of cities and they just wanted to focus on the world. And one of the last uh, and important crucial factor, which I believe is the flexibility, right? So like given the uncertainties, so I think that travelers have started preparing bookings that offer pre-cancellation or changes. Even at EaseMart Trip, uh, you know, we acknowledge this trend. And we have collaborated with multiple partners to offer the flexible booking. Somebody would want you to cancel the flight at the last moment, right? So we offered them, uh, you know, for a point. Even somebody would want you to, uh, you know, cancel the flight because of some medical reasons. Then also we offered them for requires. So there has been notable surge in the last minute bookings too. So due to like ever-changing travel regulations, uh, now even I think that the many travelers have started making, uh, making their travel plans closer to the departure date. 
So I think these all, uh, you know, specifically changes has been coming to uh, impact, uh, interfect after the COVID-19. Thank you so much once again. And I think again, um, lots of points that many people can relate to, um, you know, staycations during COVID, uh, the, the ease with which many platforms now offer this flexibility during travel and, you know, uh, zero cancellation policies and that kind of thing. Um, to shift focus once again, um, sustainability has become a major focus in tourism over the last few years. So could you share insights on how the industry is, ad- is addressing environmental concerns and promoting responsible travel? Also, Jayant, uh, you know, I think that sustainability is no more a buzzword now. So previously, everybody was thinking just a buzzword, right? So I think it's now necessity in tourism, especially. Uh, firstly, there is an increasing awareness of the carbon footprint in travel. Even as a matter of fact, 10 years before, there were very few people who were even knowing about what carbon footprint is. So now many airlines have started offering carbon offsetting options, so which is allowing travelers to compensate for the emissions caused by their trip. So even at eSmart Trip, we are also exploring multiple ways to integrate such options into our platform. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we even have created eSmart Trip uh, Foundation on which uh, we are also taking care of a lot of parks uh, within the region and we are also going uh, into multiple parts of India and uh, we are taking care of it. So, you know, we can somehow contribute back to the society. Secondly, destinations are managing over-tourism. So, some of the popular places, right, so they are staggering with the number of tourists to ensure, you know, they do not overwhelm the local infrastructures and the ecosystem. So, there is a, also a push for community-based tourism. Uh, which I believe it ensures that the revenue generated by tourism directly benefits the local community. So this generally does not only helps in the economic development, but also ensures that the local culture and the traditions are also preserved. Waste uh, management, I believe, is also another area of focus. Uh, I e and had met, met multiple hotels um, and even the service providers. So they're moving towards zero waste operations which eliminate single-use plastics and also, you know, eliminate recycling and composition programs which they have been initiating. They've been implementing recycling and composition program. Lastly, I think that the traveler themselves are also becoming more conscious. So there is a growing segment that seeks eco-friendly accommodations, they prefer public transport over taxis and, uh, you know, the, uh, the practices which have a principle of leaving no trace, right? So. So I believe the people are also becoming more and more educated and they're also, you know, becoming more conscious to help uh, the environment and to having a more sustainable tourism. Yeah, you know, fascinating points once again. I'm particularly interested in the community-based tourism that you, you know, mentioned in your first answer as well. Um, so, you know, technology plays a significant role in modern travel. Um, and I wanted to ask you, how are advancements in technology really influencing the way people now plan their trips, you know, we spoke about the flexibility that platforms offer, for instance, and how is technology really shaping the tourism sector in India in a broader way? You know, over the years, technology has transformed travel in India, I would say that. Uh, Smartphones and the internet uh, have made information accessible to everyone. Uh, India, you know, as we all know, it's a vast market for smartphones. We've seen a search in all the travel applications, like Ease my trip or beat uh, some of our competitors as well, or maybe it is a direct dealing website or a direct hotel website. So, you know, we also enable the users to book flights, hotels, 
and then also to plan their itinerary uh, you know effortlessly i also you know being uh, you know a technology and a tech uh, you know entrepreneur i also been a big fan of generative ai and i've been also trying to implement augmented reality and virtual reality so which uh, you know uh, which can also allow the bookers and you know the travelers to you know to have in virtual hotel tours and then they can uh, you know real time explore before uh, you know making their final decision so there is a technology which we are currently working upon and we might probably come with that uh, particular technology very soon artificial intelligence uh, you know tailors uh, travel experiences based on the user behavior is also one of the key points which everybody is focusing so you know with the influence of online reviews and social media i think the travelers now explore out of destination uh, boosting local economies the technology has made travel in india more accessible personalized and experiential unveiling hidden gems in the country rich diversity of culture and landscape I think I guess it's in- inevitable that artificial intelligence is going to play a big part in the industry going forward um and you sort of outlined that in many interesting ways um you know you're a technology led platform that facilitates tourism all around the world um and it's said that the tourism industry's potentials are yet to be explored um so how do you see the future of startups in the tourism sector in India and are there any suggestions perhaps that you'd like to give you know the future of the startups in the tourism sector is very very much promising uh the reason being even though we have made significant strides there's still so much untapped potential think about the diverse experiences india offers go from himalayas to the backwater uh, backwaters of kerala from the ancient temples of varanasi to the modern nightlife of mumbai and yet a lot of these experiences i feel were still underrepresented So they're not being represented uh, in a nice way, and it's not easily accessible to the global audience. Uh, for the budding entrepreneurs, you know, my first suggestion is always to think local. Uh, there is immense value in showcasing local experiences, cuisines, arts, and crafts. Uh, the world is moving towards experiential travel, as we already spoke about uh, in in your previous questions. So there is no better place than India to to offer uh, you know such kind of local experiences because we are rich and we are diversified in lot of uh, cultures right so um India specifically is something wherein you will have to present if there is an budding entrepreneur being present in India and wanted to do something in travel and tourism sector uh secondly you know I'm a big believer of sustainability So as the tourism sector grows is crucial that we prioritize eco-friendly practices and responsible tourism uh, this not only preserves a natural and cultural heritage but also appeals to the global audience who are increasingly uh, conscious about sustainable travel and lastly as uh, I mentioned that I am a tech entrepreneur right so I embrace technology wholeheartedly and I will also recommend all of the budding entrepreneurs and startups in India to, to conceive technology completely into their ecosystem so whether it is leveraging ai for better customer experiences or whether using data analytics to understand market trends or even exploring blockchain for secure and transparent transactions i think the technology should be at the heart of everybody's strategy now because india is you know being more a digital economy and we are the early adopters of digital economy especially in travel and tourism i meet a lot of companies outside india and they feel very much encouraged what uh, you know travel and tourism industry in india is actually doing in terms of technology 
uh, to sum it up, uh, the horizon for the travel startups in India is very vast and it's full of opportunity. With the right blend of local insights, sustainable practices and technology, I think there is, you know, the sky is the limit, I feel like, for, for any budding entrepreneurs in it. I'm sure that's very useful advice that will be that many will find useful. Thank you so much again, Rikant. Um, and you know, just a convenient segue there. Speaking about uh, local experiences and insights, you're you're also leading a panel uh, of for tourism for CII Delhi. Um, what is the scope of tourism in Delhi, and what are the key initiatives that we're seeing from CII in that respect? Ajent, uh, um, I've always admired the fact that uh, you know CII as an institution you know, actively engages with both the travel sector and the government. And uh, honestly, I'm not only thrilled, but also feels grateful to be associated with such presti uh, prestigious organization. Uh, we often ideate and execute initiatives to boost the tourism uh, industry's growth. I'm happy to share uh, that the tourism festival announced by the Delhi government last year was one of the key recommendations that CID has been pursuing with the government. Currently, we are working on some new concepts, primarily to promote night tourism. When it is coming to the tourism sector, there are several stakeholders, both from the industry and the government. And especially from the daily and the national security perspective, CIA has been working very, very closely with all the key stakeholders, including daily police to enable a secure place for tourists and also ensuring there is an ease of doing business for the entire industry, be it hotels, be it restaurants, uh, be it any activity provider, be it travel agent, tourism provider, anyone. Right. Uh, thank you again for that answer. And just as we're kind of winding up the podcast discussion for today, um, I wanted to ask you, as as we look ahead, uh, what are the strategies and initiatives being undertaken to aid the tourism industry's uh, recovery in India? Because I assume that's still an ongoing process because the, the shock from COVID-19 uh, must have been very vast indeed. And uh, so how do we, what are the policies to recover from that and ensure a more sustainable and resilient future? Um, so, you know, the Indian tourism industry is showing immense resilience. There are multifaceted strategies and initiatives in play to aid its recovery. Firstly, you know, the government focus on developing infrastructure is really commendable. By enhancing connectivity, especially to the less explored regions, we are making travel more accessible. This will diversify tourist flow, ensuring destinations don't get overburdened. Another significant initiative is the Deco Apna Desh campaign, um, you know, which is urging Indians to explore their own country. Um, this not only boosts domestic tourism, but also brings awareness about India's vast uh, culture and natural heritage. Even our Honorable Prime Minister even spoke about and have urged the people in India on uh, you know, during the very recent speech to travel in India uh, once before they plan their international trip. So we are also leveraging technology, digital platforms are being used for contact like service, reducing physical touch points and thus assuring travelers in those post pandemic times. Uh, like for an example, eSmart trip is harnessing uh, uh, AI to provide personalized recommendation, ensuring tourists get best experiences, which is best suited for them. Lastly, there is a concerted effort to promote sustainable tourism. Uh, we are educating travelers about eco-friendly practices. Uh, we are working with the local communities, as I mentioned before as well. 
also by ensuring that tourism uh, benefits local ecosystem and economies uh, we can make sure it remains sustainable in the long run um so i feel that it's all about balancing growth with responsibility okay thank you and i think on that note we'll end the discussion for today we touched on very many interesting points i feel in this conversation and we can't uh, thank you once again for making time today for the cii podcast and uh, thank you for joining us Thank you so much Jan it was a pleasure for me to be here thank you so much Thank you for listening to CII podcasts